Coach B, Katie, happy Wednesday. Hey, man. How's it going? Long time no talk. Happy Wednesday, everybody. It's good. It's good. We uh, had a great Christmas here and kind of gearing up for, and Katie, we were talking about this yesterday, gearing up for getting really back into it, getting back into the groove and um, getting back to work. The podcast with Fanzo continues on, and now he's also doing AI art. So there's a lot of, like, moving parts, but uh, it was nice to just get away for, like, three, four days, actually maybe even a little bit longer for, for myself. Um, we had some family come to town and it was good to just, you know, I, I was paying attention, but I wasn't nearly as involved on Discord, Twitter, and, and social media in general. So um, it was definitely a nice recharge. Coach B, as you said yesterday, it was a, it was a great recharge for myself and um, ready to kind of ramp it up and, and get back into it prior to the new year. And uh, so this is uh this is recorded and we uh coach b and katie we're actually gonna kick this off with uh recording a podcast for for meta athletes the playbook and um so that's the first thing that we'll dive into for about 15 to 20 minutes and then we'll end up cutting the recording for the podcast and if anybody wants to come up and share uh wins things that happen to them things that are coming to them things that are happening in the future and that they're looking forward to uh would love to hear for some from some people and uh tyler i saw you popped in here matt uh robbie casa suey edward dom um i know i've spoken to a lot of you separately and individually and i know you guys have some exciting things that you either recently launched or things that uh, are upcoming so um so yeah we'll, we'll kind of kick off into the podcast uh, Katie, I'll, I'll kind of send it over to you to, to kick us off since, uh, since you're a pro at that, but, um, we'll go for like 20 minutes <laughs> or so, and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll put a, put a timestamp down for, for the podcast and then we'll invite some people up to chat. I love it. I love it. And thank you everyone for joining us in this, as, as Drew was saying in this week's, uh, Wednesday room, this Twitter space. I, you know, I have to say this has been a a crazy finish to 2022. I mean, who's with me there? I, I definitely feel like I had everything under control. Everything was lined up the way that, you know, I had planned all year. Everything was was set. And then December came and it it threw me off. It it I got completely derailed from just about I had all the right habits in place. I was meditating. I was exercising. I was doing all the things to not only just better myself, but be a better business owner, a better parent, a better spouse. And then December came and everything got derailed. So I feel like I am just 100% backpedaling into the new year. And I know that it can sometimes feel like we're like we are backpedaling, like we are taking, uh, like we have everything figured out. We have all of the the right pieces in place. And then something throws us for a loop. For me, I got sick. Uh, I got influenza A. So for those of you that uh, were like yours truly here thinking that oh, I don't need a flu shot. Um, let me tell you, the flu is no joke this year, folks. It is the absolute sickest I have been. And I want to say at least a decade. No joke. Um, but by being sick, I was then forced by to take a week off from work. So it was great that I had enough systems and, and processes in place that the business stayed afloat and didn't go under. But I mean, at the same time, I came back and then now I was scrambling. And so since I'm scrambling, you know, ah, well, 
my, my 10 minutes of meditation, I'll just push it off. I'll just do it later. And I think that that's when things start to kind of fall off, fall off the, 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 the rails. So I, I wanted to, to kind of take that my story where I am here uh, on this, on this final Wednesday of 2022, as we start thinking about where we want to go with 2023. And the meta athletes community for me, and I've said this before, but it, it 100% has changed my life. Um, and I feel guilty now <laughs> by not meditating. By It was 11.45, you know, two nights ago, and I was still up wide awake. My sleep is, is hurting again. And I know, like, well, when I was meditating, when I was exercising, when I was taking care of myself, Guess who was sleeping pretty darn good? Yes, yours truly. Um, and when I was sleeping better, then I was more effective and more efficient at work. I was happier. Everything was was going in the right way. And the Meta Athletes community was 100% there for me with making that transformation. And I know that that's one of the things I have to get back to. And it's really hard when life throws you a curveball to go ahead and prioritize those healthy changes that you might have made in your life. And, uh, and put them first because we're, we do, I mean, you know, cobbler has no shoes. It, it, it is one of those things where as you are trying to make those, those healthy choices, eating healthier, drinking uh, less alcohol, you know, drinking more water, riding the, the Peloton, you know, three or four or five times a week, we can say, we can start making those changes, but until it is that habit, until it is really ingrained in our daily routine so that we can proceed with living uh, uh, our lives when, when life throws us that curveball, that is one of the hardest things. And I know that, like I said before, there's people that are in the meta-athletes community. Dominic uh, is, is here uh, in the audience. He was somebody that was reaching out to me on a regular basis, just checking in, saying, hey, how's meditation going? How is this going for you? And I, I mean, I know that I have, I've Drew and Coach B, we have our, our little group chat, text chat, and we're, we text each other probably maybe 60 times a day. We, we text a lot. And, but it's great having them, but there's the people that I've made connections with through the Twitter community, through the Meta Athletes community that have allowed me to be, to have allowed to, me to have that accountability partner. Uh, of being like, oh God, okay, I have to tell him no, I didn't meditate today, and I want to, I want to pass it over to you, Coach, and just see kind of if there's somebody in the in the meta athletes community who has kind of been that that person that's helped you elevate yourself in 2022. Who's been that 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 person to kind of take the way that you might have been living your life and and checked in on you and and helped you take that next step. Uh, with the way that you live your life uh, in 2022. You know what, Katie? I don't know if it's been any one person, but I think it's the the power of everybody and the group mentality. Like I know um, very similar to you, I think when December hit, um, my routines, my habits, my structure kind of got out of, of, you know, out of balance. And some of that was I went on vacation, which was which was great. Like I don't typically go on vacation um, I don't usually have um, the amount of time where my my free time it matches up with my with my wife and my kids' free time to be able to get away. And um, we had a pocket of time where 
where it worked out for us from an opportunity to go to Florida. And it was great. And it was fantastic. And, and if anybody knows me and, and has heard me enough, they, they know that I'm a creature of habit and I like my routines. I like my structure and my routines and structure were thrown way off. My nutrition my was thrown way off. And I was able to recognize it. Like, and, and I realized that when I got home, like, like it was nice to be able to, to, to exercise again and to train again and to make sure I had my sleep on point. But I recognize that I need those moments of time. We all need those moments in our lives where, where we can hit that reset button and we can recharge our batteries. And, and it's the strength of the community that really has been able to um, Im- impact me to make sure that I, that I am on point and that I am that person for everybody else um, to help them, you know, become the best versions of themselves. And, and like Dom, Dom reached out to me and they said, you know, I hope you're having a good time. And, and stuff did as well, and it's and Drew and you did as well, and it's 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 the strength of the entire group that really helps me show up every single day, and and, and helps me try to influence positively other people so that they can try to make those changes within their own lives. But it's you know we say this all the time, but the group is special. Like I, I did a spaces last night with um, the Lazy Hats and. Um, I put together a program for them because they they reached out and they asked about it and they said they they want to try to create some healthy initiatives and in the conversations a lot of it came down to having the support of a group and having the accountability of a collective group to try to to help each other reach their own their own physical goals but maybe their mental goals or spiritual goals and I think that's what the meta athletes community you know I share that with them but it's done for me is. It's it's strengthen those relationships where we have a support group and a support network, and I know Drew said this in the past where I think a lot of us know what to do like we've read it we've seen it we've seen we've heard heard other people talk about them on podcasts and but it's it's the power of doing it which is completely different and I think with the meta athletes group it's it is that that positive peer pressure of the group that helps us become a little bit better whether it be journaling, whether it be uh, meditating, whether it be taking cold showers, whether it be um, learning more, reading more, um, exercising a little bit more consistently, eating a little bit better, um, because those types of things do help improve our productivity, our productivity um, within business, within our life, within our jobs, within our relationships. It's There's a compounding effect of doing all these little things over the course of time that help us really win. And, and I'm just really grateful for the community. I can't say same enough over here. Um, I am super thankful for the community as well. And, and Drew, you know, I, I guess I kind of want to throw it over to you here. And has there been anyone that's really, I mean, I, I, you've gotten the tattoo, <laughs> you know, winning streak, you've gone 100% all in on, on the meta athletes and bettering yourself. So I'm just curious, is there any part of being a part of the meta athletes that's that's really changed your life? Because I mean, as a founder, you know, you can set the precedent of like, well, this is what I want. But then having the rest of your community step up to the plate, it says a lot. So I'm curious, what are your thoughts on the way that the meta athletes community has affected your 2022? 
Yeah, no, I mean, you guys, you guys really set the tone and um, there's a lot of great things that you both mentioned that uh, totally resonate and align with me. And um, I think one of the biggest things that I'll kind of lean into what Coach B said, it's like, it's not really one person, it's this collective group. And um, that's what this, this whole feeling is of, of, you know, what is meta athletes? It's, it's a team, right? Like, at the beginning, it felt, you know, I felt like we launched something that was, you know, it was kind of, uh, it wasn't maybe appreciated in the beginning. And um, it was tough. And it was like, we're trying to launch something and not everybody kind of saw the benefits. Everybody was kind of, you know, maybe rose color lenses thinking about how they're going to create generational wealth NFTs. Um, but what I love about meta athletes is like, we have this like feeling of a true team. People that like come from the sports world, that come from uh, high, you know, high-performing teams, whether that's in business or sports, um, this is what we, this is what it feels like, right? Like we, we have knowledge share, we have genuine care, we have shared mission, we have um, members checking in on each other. Like you don't even see that in, in even some of the the highest-performing workplaces. Like you don't see like members check. They're kind of like dialed in on their own sales and their own quotas and uh, what they have going on, and things are siloed. And um, so that's what I love about this and, and what we're building is it feels like a true team, you know, like we check in with each other, we're all, tra- you know, not all of us, but most of us are training and working out together, meditating, uh, sharing goals. I mean, this is something that is, is ultimately what I was looking for, what I was seeking. And so to be able to build something like this and uh, to have people within our community, like thank us for building it is, is insane. It's an insane feeling, but uh what coach B said about the team is I mean, it's so spot on. I mean, um, I think we attract people to want to be on our team, like a high performing team would be, or coach B, like you know, there's going to be a lot of people interested in, uh, in playing for your school now after being, you know, top ranking, you know, top ranked team for almost what, uh, five or six months, five months or so. And so um, I think that that greatness attracts other greatness. And so we've been attracting great people in the NFT space, just other great humans to uh, want to get involved, to share this experience, um, to figure out how we might be able to be of service to them, to help them, you know, as me and Coach B were just talking about, like yeah, getting away from that, you know, knowing, doing gap. It's like, we know we should be doing this, but why aren't we actually doing it? Um, and I feel like that takes a little bit of accountability from the team or maybe mentorship, um, somebody checking in, like Dom, like I think everybody here uh, has mentioned that Dom has been checking in on them to see if they've been accomplishing or, or you know, setting themselves up for success with whatever they uh, planned out. Um, that's huge. And so, you know, we've been attracting great people, but um, I also think, you know, this time of year, like you said, Katie, like there's i I'll call it adversity and um, the, the best teams in the world, like they have to go through this adversity, right? So like whether it's uh, Christmas time and, you know, there's certain diet or nutrition is out of whack or you're not at your, you're not at the place where you feel like you could be getting good workouts in, or you don't have it accessible to you. Uh, like this is, this is adversity, right? And, and I think we all, we all know and inherently know that getting uncomfortable is good for us, even though it doesn't feel, or maybe it doesn't come as natural to most, um, that that adversity is what helps teams win uh, in the long term. Um, the best way I can explain this is I've coached teams that we went, you know, started in September and went through January without losing a game. And then we went to playoffs and we lost every single game. (laughs) And then I've had teams where we didn't win games till December and we ended up going really far in playoffs. Right. And it's because we didn't as a team and I knew this and our coaching staff knew this, we realized that we weren't learning anything. We were still getting into bad habits, but we were winning on talent 
And when it came to playoffs where we were put in, you know, brackets when we were playing some of the other, you know, the other competition that we didn't really play against much in the, in the regular season, we got destroyed. And it's because we set ourselves up for failure by, and by set ourselves up for failure. It really wasn't our fault because we were placed in a bracket or placed on a, in a league that um, maybe we should have been playing up at a higher level. But um but to me, it was so telling that like we didn't go through much adversity, so we didn't, we didn't really learn. We weren't forced to change and um, to to be better. And then I've had teams where morale was maybe extremely low in the beginning of the year, but then towards the end of the year, they realized how much they excelled because we started playing teams that maybe we lost to in the beginning of the year, and we would be really competitive and win later in the year. And um, they have this feeling of like, man, this adversity, all those losses, actually helped me become a better player. And it's tough to see. Like even parents don't see that. Parents don't understand that concept. Um, they, you know, they want their child to be happy. They want them to win. Winning is fun, but um, ultimately we're here for development, right? Like nothing happens when you win a, a Pee Wee Championship or a U12 Championship. You know, you don't get paid more. Like not, nothing changes. And so the like the focus on development has always been, you know, what we're looking for, and uh, kind of the same mentality that we've adopted for med athletes and. Um, yeah, adversity is good. Like I, I went through this December, and Katie, I'll shoot it back over to you in a second. Um, you know, presented with food choices that I, I, you know, have been really, really strongly disciplined for the last two to three months with. Um, that I, I went through some adversity, and I uh, didn't win every battle, but I have these like, as Coach B calls them, like these anchor habits that like now like it's really it's really easy for me to switch back into the mode of being super disciplined um, because I feel like I have these things built in and I feel like my discipline muscle in my brain is, is getting stronger and it's, it's not starting from ground zero. Um, and so that's been a huge, it's been a huge kind of growth mindset adoption for me is like, Hey, you know, we went through some adversity, but we still got the season to play. Like, it's not, we don't just go through the adversity and then the season's over and then we call it quits. It's like, no, we, we lose a couple of games. We reset, we recover, and we go back to what we know is good for us for the long term. Uh, Coach B, I see you have your hands up. Maybe you want to chime in on that. Yeah, um, I couldn't agree with you more about the, the adversity part. And there is a lot of discomfort whenever somebody starts to undertake a new challenge or trying to create a new routine or create a new habit within their life. It's, it's hard. It's, it's difficult. It's uncomfortable. Um, you question things. You, you might feel like you want to give up. Um, but it's a concept of you know, we talk about all the time is just to show up and just put the reps in and just keep trying and don't think that you're going to be perfect and just trying to make progress in developing that consistency. And then you're going to start to have those breakthroughs when you start to do things automatically. And it's that habit that you're trying to create. And it's funny, like you said, you talked about the nutrition thing. I think we all kind of experience this around the holidays and family get togethers and and one thing I've said before is that nutrition and food is very, very social, right? And it's very cultural. And there are those opportunities and those moments in your lives when it's going to get off kilter and you're going to go off track and, and you know that there's probably a little, some things that may not be as healthy, but you screw it. Like you're around family, like you're around, it's, it's, it's a social setting. Like you've got to be able to enjoy yourself too. And you got to have to, you have to be a human being and you have to have that, uh, that balance within your life. But when you develop that habit and you develop that structure and that level of awareness, it's so much easier to get back onto into your routines and, and understanding of, of what healthy eating is like and what training feels like and getting your sleep hygiene in order, all those types of things. But um, the only way you can develop that ability is to do the uncomfortable, is to experience the go through the adversity and go experience those hardships. 
And the strength of the community is that we're all trying to help each other win in life and get better. And, and there's no better feeling when you know that there's people around you that are helping you get past those obstacles in the uncomfortable, uncomfortable parts of the change you're trying to create in your own lives. Go ahead, Katie. Oh, no, I was just going to say 100%. And um, speaking of brackets, Drew, I mean, I I know exactly how it feels to have a great season in fantasy football and then get a bye week in the very first round of the playoffs, make it to the second round, and then lose wholeheartedly. So that was fun. Um, <laughs> but no, I, it, and it's true. Like, how can we – food is food is a comfort food is fun. I mean, and yours truly also, like I said, I was, man, guys, I was on riding high with all of the positive changes that I had made in my life. And, and then December came, everything got derailed. It, I mean, I, you know, was, wasn't, I cut back on alcohol. Well, I mean now, okay, I'll have a glass of wine here and then, oh, we're going to go there. So we're going to do this. And then I'm going to go meet this, you know, relative. And before you know it, you know, you're, you're off the, tra- the, the rails again. So I want to kind of wrap up this Wednesday on a winning streak, hashtag Drew's tattoo. Um, and I think that with this, how can we ensure that we end 2022 on a winning streak, even if it feels like all the hard work we might've been putting in place over the past six, seven, 12 months, all that hard work, if it feels like, oh, now I have to start back at square one. Coach B, I'll pass it to you first. How can we ensure that we end 2022 on that high note so that we can start 2023 off with success? I think everybody should reflect. I think everybody, I think this is a great opportunity to reflect on uh, the changes that you've made, whether it be positive, whether it be negative. Uh, reflect on uh, the goals that you may have accomplished, reflect on the friendships that you have made, reflect on the things that you're grateful for, and reflect on the things that maybe you want to learn, maybe the things that you want to accomplish, the things that you want to achieve in 2023. There's, It's so easy to get caught up in the things that you didn't do or the things that you um, didn't like or the things that didn't happen for you, but I'm sure that there's a lot of things that were really good in your lives, in your personal lives, in your relationships, in your your work environments, whatever it is that you may have accomplished, like there's things that you got done. And then it's, it's important to reflect on the things that you got done and the things that you learned and the things that you improved at and understand, you know, how you can strengthen those even more, um, but also try to look for opportunities where we can improve a little bit more. Um, it's a great time. Don't beat yourself up on the things that didn't work out in your favor but try to reflect on the things that you can get better at and that you can improve for 2023. Yeah, I'll jump in there. Coach B, I think reflection is, uh, is crucial because, and for me, it's been like this opportunity for me to, uh, I, I saw this quote uh, earlier this year, maybe it was the end of last year, but it was like, wisdom is not just, it doesn't just come from experience. It comes from experience plus reflection, right? Like, uh, doing it, but also reflecting and then having that, you know, culmination come together for you to, to ultimately learn for the future, whether that's for yourself to lead yourself or to lead others. But um, I think reflection is is huge. And I, 
happens to me all the time. Like whether it's like a simple little fight uh, or it might be something that I had conflict with, you know, if a day later I can reflect and, and pull away, you know, like what the truth was and, and how I can do better for the future, that ultimately is, is, is that's the way, right? And um, as a recent through meditation, through mindfulness, through uh, I've been able to create space to do it more on the fly but sometimes you just need to be able to sit back and, and reflect on some of these things, both good and bad, right? Um, I think my closing remark for this podcast, which I think was a great podcast that we did on the fly, which was awesome. Uh, but I think one of the, the the way that I'm choosing to view this, and it kind of ties into Katie, what you're talking about of running into adversity is like, we're just like, it's just halfway through the season, right? Like we, we started strong. Uh, we came out of preseason. We understood what we needed to do, not just understand what we needed to know. Um, we started the season strong. We started implementing these habits. Um, now we're at the point where it's like, man, we're facing some good competition and we're getting uncomfortable playing this competition, but um, to only chalk this up as an opportunity to learn. Uh, and so we might be losing a couple games, but we still have a whole season to play. And um, man, I had this idea earlier this year where I was just like, like life is a team sport. Like I'm surrounding myself and I'm putting myself in these situations of, of trying to win in life um, by surrounding myself with people like yourself, coach B, Katie, Fanzo, uh, people within meta athletes. Um, <clears throat> but the one thing that I really like had to learn and something that really came to me this year was this concept of like, it's, it's the pursuit to winning is what we should be really like. That's, that's what we should be focused on. It's not, I think focusing on the wins is not a bad thing. Having goals is not a bad thing, but uh, ultimately it's this concept of like becoming the team to go win the Stanley cup, not winning the Stanley cup. I think that is like extremely important, but um, I'm sure every player will tell you that there was uh, massive adversity that they had to face that year to, to become the team that was capable of winning the Stanley cup. And uh, that's what I'm choosing to focus on is like, um, Wednesday, I just put out a tweet you know, earlier today. I was like, you know, Wednesday is like, it's a mindset. It's a choice. It's this concept of like, we're pursuing to get better. We, we probably will never be the best in our heads, right, Coach B? Like, like in terms of the wins and in terms of like his ultimate goal. Um, and, you know, I've been listening. Maybe this is a byproduct of me listening to a lot of Tim Grover <laughs> recently, who is uh, who's best well known for training people like Michael Jordan and Kobe. And um, it's this idea of like kind of being obsessed with, doing what it takes to win and winning but like there's there's a difference right like there's people who are obsessed with winning but they don't actually do anything to, to get to that point and then there's people who are obsessed with what it takes to get to that point and, and what it takes to win and those are the things that you know people don't talk about it's like the time in the gym it's the time doing a thousand free throws or whatever it might be like that's what they become obsessed with and um I found myself to like start getting obsessed with like what I'm eating, uh, what I'm consuming, how much time I'm spending on, on screens. Um, these are things that I'm like, I'm, I'm glad that I'm obsessed with them because I can feel myself uh, leveling up. I can feel myself getting better. And when I get out of these habits, I feel myself in like a little bit of, of a funk or a little bit of like not feeling as great as I, I know I could be. And so I guess that's my closing remark is like we're halfway through the season and, and this adversity is not a bad thing. Um, it's just an opportunity for us to learn and, and continue that pursuit uh, going into 2023, which I'm really excited about. I think there's a lot of great things for meta athletes. Uh, there's a lot of great things for us. And 
I just continue to, to learn and, and, uh, and tap into the resources that, you know, meta athletes are providing from, from the coaching staff to uh, even building out the podcast has been uh, wildly insightful for me because uh, we have to constantly learn, grow and adapt on the podcast side too, with building content, which is that's kind of Katie's world is uh, ever changing environment of learning how to, you know, generate attention, but also nurture people that are here. Um, but, you know, for us, like, it was never like, we want to get 10 million downloads, or we want to get this amount of much revenue in, in, in podcasting sponsorship. It's always just been like, pursuing that, that it's that pursuit to get to these goals that helps us motivate, you know, from a from the day to day standpoint. Um, but also keeps you obsessed with it, like being obsessed with learning how to be a better podcast uh, content, you know, machine versus we heard hit a certain amount of downloads and to me for fans that's been wildly significant for us to keep ourselves motivated. But um, yeah, that's, that's where I'll kind of end it is uh, fall in love with the pursuit. And uh, I heard this great quote that I'll kind of edit it with. It was the person that falls in love with walking over the destination will get there quicker than the person that's obsessed with the destination. And uh, I think it's so true. Like you, you can find yourself, you know, falling in love with the process and ultimately getting there quicker than if you try to just, you know, have this carrot on the stick feel um, where you might lose motivation, drop out and have to restart again. Um, and so that's been, uh, it's been hugely insightful for myself and, and my journey. And uh, yeah, look forward to, to, to being on this journey with you guys. Right back at you, Drew. And as you said, we're, we're only halfway through the season. You know, I almost want to say that we are, we just finished up the preseason uh, because it, it, I feel like 2023, we went through a lot of trials, a lot of, you know, roster moves. We got to see, especially in the NFT world, we got to see who was going to make the team and who was not going to make the team. And I want to say that we just finished up the preseason. We are starting to implement the habits. We're starting to find our communities. We're starting to find uh, where we belong in, in this digital world and in the real world. And, and, as we go into the new year, let's take this as the kickoff of the regular season, going into each day with intention, going into each, you know, NFT project, NFT community with intention. And I think that when you have intention in place, you're going to set yourself up for success because you're going to, to think about is this right for me? How can I be a better person? How am, how is this going to affect my life and my journey? So take each take this next step into 2023 with intention and take this next step uh, into 2023. Like you're taking the the leap into the regular season. With that, that wraps up this week's episode of the Meta Athletes podcast. It was awesome being with all of you. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. Leave us a review. We love hearing your reviews. So with that, we'll see you all in 2023. I'll pass it over to you now, Drew. Boom. That was awesome. That was really good.